TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Bernstein and Home Show. We were sitting there listening to Josh Lucas with you guys, and we heard your audible. Wow. It's like Bernsey just got aroused. Got excited. At forensic... Accounting. There's forensic accounting research that needs to be done. Wow. Wow. Josh sounds like Joe Sheehan, and all of a sudden, Dan's interested. <laughs> That's hot. Oh, now, yeah. Now I'm in. Use lots of words. Go slower. Explain it again with those nuggies. Now it's sexy football when you're talking about how they're spending their money. Yeah. Yep. Hello, ladies. I'm your forensic accountant. <laughs> When I come into my office, oh, you don't do that anymore. Does the forensic accountant still come to the door with a pizza box for no reason <laughs> at all? Can he, please? Holding two drinks. It's a calculator in a box. It's in a box. Not gonna get you a diamond ring. That sort of gift don't mean anything. Not gonna get you a fancy car. Calculator in a box. Bernstein and Hope. Midday's 10 a.m. to 2 on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. And he's, he finally made it back. He, he, he looked at the weather forecast. He's like, oh. 23? Okay, I can do that. I can do that. I can do 23. That's all right. Come back here, dig everything out. I, that's exactly sure what I had starts. to do last night, too. My garage was frozen. Ooh, that's... No Gouda. It happened to us. Same thing. I had to get a hair dryer out and stand in the garage and, and thaw it all out. It was it was a oversight on my part. I actually have a heated garage. I just didn't turn the heat on. Yes, that would be an oversight. Yes, but then I did that last night, and then it was fine this morning, you know, melted, moved some ice mm-hmm. out and all that good stuff. I, I was saying to, to Mitch, like, if my car was a person, it would be furious at me. You don't think cars have personalities? I don't you know. You don't think your car's I, I got think, a soul? I think my, my car probably has a soul, and it's an inside car. It goes from from a heated garage to a heated garage. It's Dave the Cat. Yeah, and yeah. then then for the last week, it's just been sitting at Midway. And then when I finally got home, I was like, okay, you can go into the heated oh, garage. No, you it. can't because it's frozen. So you've got to stay outside. But I'm wondering what the karma is going to be if it decides that, oh, maybe I'm not going to start. Well, that's what I was afraid of this morning. Mm-hmm. It did, though. 
And then I almost ran you over in the parking lot. <laughs> or maybe uh, I'm just going to veer into the lake and no, take I, you with me. I just, whenever I see Dan in, in, the, in the wild. You speed up? No, oh, yeah, I, no, I he like to a, mess with him. He had his chance. He had his, he had his chance. He could have he sideswiped me. Dan He's, was out here playing Frogger, you know? You got to be careful in these streets. Frogger scared the hell out of me. Why? Anxiety, I think. Uh, yeah. It's just like, I, and I realized later in life that I would, I played Frogger almost out of a sense of responsibility or duty or some kind. It's like if the game was open, like, I, while well, I was waiting for a better game at it's Peacock's game, Palace. Man. I, I know, but I didn't, it just, it makes me crazy. And I didn't want to play Defender. Because Defender is even scarier. Now, Defender, that's a game that gives you some anxiety. Yeah, def- I mean, because even the noise is... But, but Frogger, no, I've got no... I, I wouldn't mind watching somebody good playing Frogger. I like, like that, that kid who beat Tetris. Yeah, but I don't... Watching Tetris wouldn't be fun. Oh, I, I could find that very satisfying. There were some, there were some guys who, like... For years, whether it was at, at Devil's Quarters at Duke, who you knew was like, if this some one dude was on his on his stuff, there'd be a crowd. And I know that. Do you remember a time where there was a second screen so people could yeah. spectate? Well, that's, that, that's Twitch, right? That's what Twitch is. That's what Twitch is. But in real life, when you had an actual crowd of people standing there watching somebody like melt a Donkey Kong machine, Man. you spend an afternoon doing that. That was maybe, fun. Maybe. That was free too. You'd have to, you know. Might be time this weekend, maybe with because is the weather nice this weekend or is it not until Monday? Is it supposed to be like forty degrees? Well, and- nice is nice is relative here. I think we might hit the thirties this weekend. Okay, what you're gonna go to headquarters? I don't know. Like, there's a couple of places. What's the what's the place where we had beers with Rosner? For, we took him to one of the the uh, Emporium. Emporium. Emporium's yeah. great. Yeah. We, that was a really great experience to see Rosner in a place where there's like a bunch of video games and ski ball. And there's stuff. also replay. Replay is really good. I think the games are actually free at replay. Well, oh. that, that usually means they're in disrepair. That's fine. They still work. No, they don't. Some of them. Get enough drinks doesn't really matter. Yeah, like if I can't, if I'm playing punch out and I can't dodge left, yeah, that's bad. I, I want my quarterback. I, I want I, sorry or your token back. My token because yeah. you're not doing quarters, but. Right. Maybe that'll be the move this weekend. 16 degrees and sunny on Saturday. Okay, probably not. I'll just watch football. Oh, wait, no. Saturday, I'm going to the Bulls. I'm going to the Bulls game Saturday. Nice. I'm excited. All right, so we wake up to the news that the White Sox are exploring a possible Meanwhile, it's Tony Resco. This goes back to, that's Tony Resco's land. Yes, it is that's Tony wild. Resco's land. With his Iraqi billionaire partner who still owns it. Yes. Right? That, that guy was named Uchi. Ouchi? Ouchi Uchi? I don't know. But he, he's but he's the other guy who also got sanctioned, I believe, for some dirty dealings. We're not saying that we're not trying to imply that whatever this deal is is dirty. We're just connecting it to the history of dirty Chicago politics yeah. and, and and you're right. An environmental study would be be nice to know. Yeah. What's I'm gonna have to before. I'm gonna have to do that before anything happens. But to me, I love the idea of it, like the romantic idea of the White Sox still say, staying technically south and it having the appeal of the skyline of Chicago, which is one of the biggest complaints. Yeah, just orient it properly and it's your your optics automatically change. The, your entire the footprint of your organization changes. Yeah, because if you think about it, a lot of people, when they go 
over there now, when you take the ramps, there's the ramp that looks straight south, I mean, straight north. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, look at how beautiful the city is. Why Are you talking is- off of 55? No, no, I'm talking about in, when you're taking the ramps down at 35th and oh, Shields. Oh, oh, right, yeah, when you're walking down, yeah. And you can see straight north, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, this skyline's pretty magnificent. If only the ballpark had that as a backdrop. Yeah, it shouldn't be walking in and out of the stadium that you get that sense of, ooh, gee, look at that. Look at our beautiful city. Look at that. Now, I'm, I'm a neighborhood's dude, so, like, to me, it's not a big deal. Like, I love Bridgeport. It's Especially now, it's a lot easier to love Bridgeport than it used to be. Except Henry's Bait and Tackle is closed, which sucks. It is? Yeah, it's gone. The place on 31st? Uh-huh. Wow, I didn't know it was closed. Huh. Huge deal in the Chicago fishing community. Because that was your certified scale if you thought you had a state record. It's also fascinating to me to see how the neighborhoods have morphed, where... Chinatown used to have like a real clear cutoff, and now Chinatown kind of is Bridgeport. Like the the north right. part of Bridgeport is like it's kind of Chinatown is kind of marching south, which is cool to yeah, me. You too. even mentioned Palmasano Park, which is fabulous. Well, fabulous. we could mention Armor Square Park, and then we talk about the huge show with the huge uh, fans jumped by was... a bunch of toughs, <laughs> urban toughs jumped me. Crime. Crime. <laughs> crime. Insidious crime. Yes, but the crime rate's going down. No, it's not. No. Scary, scary <laughs> cities filled with crime. <laughs> I just want this to be a private endeavor. I don't want this to be a thing where... What was, what was it that, that uh, with Soldier Field, 20 years later, we're still... Yeah. In the whole, like, half a billion dollars. It's a disaster for a garbage building. Right. I mean, I, mean I, I don't, you know what? Soldier Field gets a bad rap, too. It looks terrible. It's hideously It functions ugly. fine. Yes and no. Ask the people on the west side trying to get to a bathroom. Yeah. Ask them. They would tell you it doesn't function quite What fine. would George say in the south lots, though? What are you serving? It's a tailgate. <laughs> I'm on my scooter, mother. I have a. They call these breakfast burritos. <laughs> Number eighty-nine. I have salsa on my eggs. <sighs> All right, let's come back and hear. I just from- want someone yeah. else to pay for yeah, it, not, and not city residents. I'm not paying for it. You build whatever you want. If it's your money, go ahead. Yes. I'll enjoy it, and I may spend some money there, but just I, I'm I, I'm not doing it. So uh, Jalen Johnson had a lot of strong thoughts, a lot, and he's n- not lacking confidence. Nope. We'll, we'll talk about that next here on the Score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. In Odyssey. Dobbs protected and Jalen Johnson. Johnson on the return will take it down inside the 40. And a takeaway for the Chicago defense. Well, that's a play Jalen Johnson couldn't make against Detroit that would have maybe won that ball game with a pick six, but he sure comes back off of this play and gets underneath the throw. Career high third pick of the season for Johnson, about to be a free agent. That's Buck and Aikman on ABC ESPN. Jalen Johnson is, at least in the words of Ryan Poles, going to be a bear, to paraphrase. He said they're going to get something done. And he didn't say whether or not they would actually negotiate a contract or they would place or slap the franchise tag. The franchise tag is always slapped. Yes. It is never placed. It must be placed aggressively. I slap thee with the franchise tag. And I demand satisfaction. And we shall have a duel. Watch that Simpsons episode last night. My seconds will call on your seconds. Hell, my seconds will be out. Have them go to my thirds. If my thirds are out, go directly to my fourths. Jalen Johnson was on all facts, no breaks with Keyshawn Johnson. And he was asked where he ranks himself among NFL cornerbacks. I would say number one for sure. I mean, I feel like there's not nothing that I can't that I can't do. I mean, I can go against the big receivers, small receivers. I mean, I can lock them up from press, off man. I feel like zone. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing for me was getting turnovers, getting interception. I feel like I took the ball away at a high level this year, and I mean, I didn't. I don't get too many targets. So I think taking the ball away the way I did, and I mean, I dropped two. So I mean, I should have had. Should have had six. So, I mean, I think just really going out there and locking guys up and taking the ball away, I feel like nobody did that better than me this year. So you rank yourself ahead of all the other dudes that think they won. Yeah, no doubt. I'm not saying any names, but some people are saying you you were snubbed by not being first-team selection All-Pro. I don't know how you feel about that because, for me, All-Pro is All-Pro. Sometimes people get, you know, it's like the Hall of Fame. Guys want to be first ballot mm-hmm. versus just being able to say, I'm in the hall. Got it. They get yeah. to complain about how you feel. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was I was disappointed because, I mean, that was my goal to get first team all pro. Honestly, I was definitely thankful for second team. But I think for me, I don't, again, I don't think nobody did what I did this year as far as the yards giving up. I mean, the takeaways, the batter down passes. And I think playing the game the way I did throughout the duration of the season. I mean, I feel like guys can play good for a month or so or a few weeks, but I feel like I played at a high level start to finish in every game that I played in. So I don't think really any corners numbers, I think that means a lot outside of tackling. I feel like they, they did more than what I was able to do as a full body of work. I don't disagree with him. I, I know that Bland had the crazy season. Then he had a really, really bad. Yeah, one of the most unsustainable performances. One of the one of the biggest one-offs 
that run of pick sixes and what that did to reinforce, I think, some bad behaviors. Yeah, you're taking some risks that right. maybe you don't need to take. Right. And- Once that, well, I'm I'm the pick six guy. Yeah. Well, your guy's behind you now. Yes. He's you, you, wide you, open. Yeah, you bit on a double move because you were trying to get in a cereal box. It's so weird, like how many like random Packers were just like, "Hey, I'm by myself for twenty yards." Hello. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Jordan can see me. Oh, he can. Oh, yeah, he 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 saw you. Oh, a split he's throwing second me ago. the ball now. The, yeah, the ball's in the air already. All right, touchdown! Yay! So I think that he's got a case, but even being second team All Pro, that squarely it's puts huge. you in the top five of corners. Of course, it's huge. So, furthermore, what is Jalen Johnson's perspective on the looming Bears' decision regarding Justin Fields? I mean, for me being in it, it's tough. It's hard because you you know the talent that's there already. You know kind of the situation, and I think it is tough for I mean, me and him having different coordinators, different coaches, different regimes come in and out, and I think it's hard to truly adjust as a young quarterback being able to do that. But I definitely, for me, can see the talent that he has and practice the throws that he can make, the accuracy. But I think you can definitely tell when he's confident and when he's not confident, when he's settled in a pocket and when he's not, and he just kind of looks – I feel like a lot different. I think just going in and saying, oh, we'll just give it to him. He's not the answer. I don't think that's that's it. I think it's kind of taking the easy way out and making the coaches not take accountability because I think the coaches have a big part in developing the quarterback. And I think that he hasn't had an opportunity to truly be developed yet with now going on his third coordinator in his fourth year. So I think, honestly, just it's about the people around him, I think. And I think it starts with his quarterback coach. It starts with the offensive coordinator teaching and molding and building him into being that court, um, that quarterback. And I think even like Mahomes, I mean, he wasn't just who he was when he first came in. He was behind Alex Smith. He got built. He got molded into being who he is. So I think it's really about that part first. And then I think if you get some dogs around him, some old line that can consistently hold up, I think a good running game, receivers. I mean, we got DJ and we were building some good things, I think, on offense. But we definitely need more. I feel like as far as playmakers and guys to put him in the best position. How how did the uncertainty, like certainty about the quarterback position affect the locker room, which is the most important thing? Honestly, I think it made us play a little harder. I think it made us kind of gel together because, like I said, we know what we have in the locker room. And I think everybody from the outside in tries to paint the picture and kind of make you feel like that's the truth. And I think for us, it's like, nah, we know the truth about Justin. We know the truth about um, the circumstances that he's been put in. And I think for us, we just try to go out there and back him up each and every week. Good stuff. And yet another person pointing out the problems they had with the coaches, and they fired those coaches. They sure did. The irony being that the new coaches may not be tasked with the responsibility of coaching Justin Fields. But they all have ties to, everybody they're talking to has ties to the Shanahan tree somewhere. And this guy from the Eagles was a Trestman guy, too. Oh, that makes he, him perfect. He was a Trestman assistant with the Montreal Alouettes. And he oversaw the Philadelphia offense, which I think in the words of Nick Costos this morning was fundamentally broken. Come on in an interview. What's the best thing about your offense? Well, it's fundamentally broken. Great. That doesn't sound good at all. We want to hear what you have to say. So now contract talks are on the horizon for Jalen Johnson. How does he describe his current position? I think it really stands all kind of the balls in my court, balls in my favor. I think really it's just a matter of time of when it happens. But I think really 
going into the negotiation, I don't think it's too much really to try to talk about. I feel like there's no reason why I can't be the highest paid corner in the league. And I feel like that's what I'm aiming for. That's what I'm shooting for. That's what I think can be done and should be done. I feel like I've had a good enough resume, I feel like, from my rookie year to now. And then I think really this was just the icing on the cake. So I feel like there's not anything that anybody can say. I took the ball away. I got all pro. I got pro bowl. I mean, what else is there for me to get? So I feel like I'm definitely very deserving of the highest paid position. So, I mean, I'm going to go in and the ball's really in my court. So, I mean, it's going to continue to um, wait for them and then we're going to reach and come come to terms on, on it and hopefully it's what I think I'm deserving of. So, you feel right now, just based on your play, your youth, that you're young, because you're young, you're right. long, physical corner, all of those things, you got, I, I don't want to call it leverage, but you have a little more negotiating power mm -hmm than you had, let's say, in September. 100%. And you can see that... Call it leverage. Why don't you want to call it leverage? And you can see that there is a difference in stance. His stance earlier in the year was, I don't need to be the highest paid corner. Now, that was at the time where we were making the argument that even without the interception statistics, that Jalen Johnson is one of the best corners in the league. Then he got the pick six, and then he got the, in, the interceptions that he was able to bolster his resume. Now he has second team all pro. And you could make the argument that he deserved first team all pro. Now he feels a little bit more strident about the idea that he is one of the top corners and deserves to be paid thusly. So it, there, there is a change in stance here that needs to be pointed out. Mm -hmm. So the highest paid corner by AAV right now is Jair Alexander at $21 million. You think the Bears could go over that for Jalen? I don't think they will even come close to $21 million per for him. I think that, that it'll be somewhere between 18 and 19 per. What they'll offer. And, and, and I don't know if, he'll, if that's something that he'll take. What is the average of the top five? What's the tag number? Do some math real quick. Just usually just a, a round number. Is that around 17 Well, or is that by AAV or is that by the guaranteed? Go by that, AAV. Go, AAV? By, go okay. by AAV. Because I think that's really what, what they're looking at here. Everything else they can figure out if it's going to be a participation bonus or roster bonus. I think it's like 16 and a half or 17. That's why I think it'll be, above, it'll be below Jair Alexander but above what the average of the top five is. That's what I think. But I could be And then wrong. he would get more security in the more years and maybe even get another bite at the apple depending on, on the length of the deal and how he's able to, to perform. Yeah, and it, it could happen quickly with corners too. Like the fall off can happen quick. You can have a great year and then be a dog. Like it, it happens fast. Look at Josh Norman. Josh Norman was the man for like two years and then – it just went, and he was gone. Everyone had figured him out, and he just fell apart. He's still in the league, though, right? I think he's still around. Approximately 19.9 is the average of the top five AAV. Oh, I mean, didn't, and Jalen Ramsey had a clunker of a year in there, didn't he? Yeah, but Jalen, I don't know. I don't consider, I feel like he's a corner plus. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't consider. He's a corner. He is, but I think he's a corner plus. I think he is someone that you can put in different areas of your defense and you're asking him to do a bunch tackle, of different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
So we know we have Brian Geldseiler joining us to talk NBA at 11. Yeah. But ahead of that, let's get a reset on where the whole Zach Levine thing stands. Because that's that's another aspect where it seems like a player has perhaps softened a stance. Yeah, I, I it's so interesting to me that we're in this place where two months ago it was like Zach's gone. And now it's like, does anyone want Zach? We'll discuss all of that coming up next. It's Bernstein and Holmes here with you on The Score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. To this point, I have not heard uh, that the Bulls would be so uh, inclined to end this relationship that, that it would be a salary dump. I, it, to, to me, that's... that's irresponsible. I mean, if you sign a guy to a max contract and then just literally take whatever deal comes your way, you know, like, let's let's let's, let's talk specifics. I mean, if, if the Lakers offer D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura and, and a first-round pick, I just don't see how you make that deal for Zach Levine. I mean, no matter how bad uh, you know, how much this feels like it's headed towards a divorce, that that's just not a good, that's just not a good trade. If the point being is you don't you're not in a position where it's contentious, it's tearing the team apart, and you just have to get rid of him because you need to get rid of him, then no, don't make a bad deal to make a bad deal. And it doesn't feel like that's what's happening now. That's Casey Johnson, who was on this morning on the Mully and Haw show. If we go back six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, then it felt like, oh, well, the Bulls and Zach have got to, they've got a divorce. Like, they've got to. And then a few weeks later, like right, was it right before he got hurt? You heard some softening. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, even from Clutch, where where Rich Paul is saying, oh, well, you know, it could be with the Bulls that he has this long career too. Then the Bulls went on a streak of winning without Zach Levine, which in some cases kind of lessened his value. Then that ended up settling. We we found equilibrium with it. They're probably not better without Zach Levine. But the strange part is, and Zach has had a couple of conversations with KC about this on the record, where he's he's the only thing that matters is that we're playing well, and I want to be a part of them playing well. It's so strange because them playing well and him specifically playing well while they're playing well ups his his value ideally but it also makes him happier to be here does it it that's the way does, that, does, that's the way does that it comes across to me sort of self-suppressing his scoring nature and what has been a very lucrative me first approach to basketball for him to try to not do that? Do you think he's really enjoying it? Because I'm not so sure. I, I think that you're right to be skeptical about it. I'm just kind of going by what the vibes and the words are that he's he's telling KC. Well, that may be, but it, it, he's he's always said the right things in large part. It's a matter of well, when you're playing defense, when you, are, when you have helped and recovered, and now you've got to help him recover again. And now you got to understand that my guy might be back cutting. I have to fight through, over, under, around a screen and stay connected to my guy. That's when you see it. I know on offense, he looks like he's 
getting with the program a little bit. He has been distributing the ball. If anything, I think he hasn't been shooting enough. I, I The Bulls' three-point volume has dropped off. I would like to see it increase. I don't I, think they have to shoot 57 like their most recent opponent. I'd rather Zach take those threes than Vooch. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I think Vooch is due for a correction. I, I don't think he's this bad a three-point shooter. At least I, I hope not. I, I Statistically, he's due for, for a correction, just like Patrick Williams was earlier this year. But to me, the real buy-in and where you'll see the drop-off is on the defensive end of the floor and or 50-50 balls. Because that's what pisses me off too often with Zach, is not scraping those elbows up, is is making business decisions mm-hmm. when it comes to loose balls that decide games. He could be a more complete player than what he is, and that's the frustration. When you see him and you're like, come on! Right, right. <laughs> like, let's go! And then you don't get it. But after all of this stuff is now transpired, and maybe he sees that his value, like, I, I wonder if it's also a situation. I'm not trying to, to down clutch. We both have agents or have dealt with agents in the past, and your agent is supposed to kind of pump you up to let you know that you're great and all of that stuff. I wonder if Clutch told Zach, like, oh, man, the whole league's going to want you, man. Like, who wouldn't want a guy like you? You're so athletic, and you shoot threes, and you're a perfect complement to a team that's trying to win a championship. I wonder if some of that, like, if Zach allowed Clutch to gas him up in a way that he, he, he wouldn't ordinarily feel. And now he's just sitting there like, oh, I – that's funny. I thought there was a big market for me to be traded to a contender. And I thought that once we got to December 15th and then January 15th, that this would all be done. And now it's January 19th or 18th and not the case. Right. So you have to learn some of that stuff. Yeah. And maybe they had to kind of come back to the client with the tail between their legs and say, yeah, Zach, we might've gotten this wrong. So why don't we just sit chilly for a little bit? Here why don't and- you do your best? Why don't you guys? Why don't you guys go out and try to be the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference, and then we can revisit all of this stuff when you're fully healthy and fully back, and after you've put up great numbers again, and people can remember how great a player you are. Maybe that's what's happened. Well, that's what it feels like happened. And if somebody can convince him that to to just stick with the buy-in on the defensive end. Because that's incredibly important to the Bulls' success or failure. Yeah, I just think it's rough. Like it's, I God, it's so frustrating to watch him because you go, "Come on, you're a better defender than this." Yeah, I always, I always hear the great Moro Panaggio echoing in my head because he would scream it at practice. Anybody who can play offense can play defense. It's true. He should be able to. I see you move your feet on offense. Why aren't you moving them on defense? The bigger question when it comes to the Bulls is, is this enough? Like, is, is this enough to be happy about or excited about? What do they think? Because as it stands, they have a team that's about a seven or eight seat. And, and that's... Fine. I mean, I'll be excited for playing games or whatever, but you're not close, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of help on the horizon. 
Yeah, I think it, that's the bigger thing. If you're going to blow it up, if you're going to move DeRozan, if you're going to move Caruso, then you got to make sure that what you're getting back while maybe a couple representative young players is at least in a timeline, you'll get some, hope you get some expiring deals and and time it up that way if you're trying to reload on picks. And I would have no problem if they made that move. If they said, "Look, we this this build is is done, and we know where this where this build has gotten us after the Vooch trade." Will you be disappointed if no trades are made? Yeah, I I, I will because other teams around. Look what the Pacers are doing, and look what Cleveland's become. Cleveland, they don't even have all their pieces. They're a machine. Yep. They're really tough. So you're talking about being a, you know, you're, you're down there at the moment with, like, Charlotte and the Wizards. And, all, and Charlotte's going to be good, too. They need to get healthy. What you're worried about is are the Pistons going to outstrip you. Are they going to be bad enough that all of a sudden they're they're getting another pick? It's and they, so weird about the Pistons I don't because I like their pieces. I do too. That's why I was if if they're going to be selling off Cade Cunningham or Duran, come on, you're all over that. It's just weird. And they got the coach. I thought for well, sure. Now I'm now I'm wondering. I'm too. I think I'm, oh, by the way, did you go to the Suns game? No, I what didn't. a game. I know, and I. I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, it's right down the street, man. Why didn't you go? There was something else What's that I was- What's the get-in price? 50 bucks? I don't. I mean, I know a guy, so I could have kind of gotten in for free, but- You should have gone. Yeah, I, I really regretted it while I was eating dinner. I was like, I should have just gone over there. Like, it's right there. And see a great game yep. with two high-powered teams. Yeah, you should have. That's, yeah, that's, it's, it's a regret. Time. Brian Geltzeiler knows everything about the NBA, and he will give us a national perspective on everything that's going on, Bulls and elsewhere. He's coming up on The Score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 